0: I'd love to chat with you. My team and I would love to help you, talk to you about your specific questions regarding retirement and saving and investing from a biblical point of view. Just give us a call at 720-372-0400, that's 720-372-0400. Well today we're going to be considering lessons learned from the past year, really starting from the point that COVID became a reality here in America and we realized, yes, it was gonna permeate our borders. It was gonna have a sudden and dramatic impact upon business, finance, and just about every facet of life. I remember saying back then, who would have thought a year prior that we would have ever experienced anything like that, where literally we'd be in our homes, we'd be uh, wearing masks, we'd be social distancing, we'd be seeing businesses shut down, doors closed, minimal staffing. It was stunning, really, and something I think we're all glad to have in the rearview mirror for the most part, although we do, of course, still have uh, some, some miles to go before it's completely behind us. So we're going to base our observations today on the book of Proverbs, chapter twenty-four, verse three. Proverbs twenty-four three says, "Through wisdom is a house built." That means that wisdom, from a financial perspective, is what is behind building up our financial house. And here's the second half of the verse: "By understanding, it is established." I like to say it this way: Understanding keeps it standing. So we build the house with wisdom and we keep it standing with understanding, okay? So I'm going to go through a list here today that is designed to be of help to you. As I have the opportunity to meet with hundreds and hundreds of families, as we at Lord & Richard serve people just like you every single day, and as we've been able to move through this last year and our clients who have been prepared have continued to experience financial independence, what were the lessons that were most valuable, not only to us, but to our clients that I've heard over and over again? So here's lesson number one. First of all, the world didn't end. You know, that may seem like a, a simple observation because we're, we're living and we're enjoying this world still today, more than a year later, but for, for the moment, I know there were many people, many people who were seriously panicked about what's going to happen, is the world as I know it never going to reemerge? Now, there are certainly things that have changed and have changed probably permanently, At least many things have changed our current view of the world. And so there's hope in the midst of this. As I told people, you know what? Did it ever occur to you that nothing occurred to God in the middle of this, that he saw this coming, that he was with us through it? And whether you're looking at it from the perspective of the spiritual view or the financial view, the world didn't end. Things continue. We've had to adapt. Those who adapted thrived. That's a key lesson. Those who adapted thrived. Those who panicked, those who retreated in fear, well, they went the opposite direction. They withered. So whether you withered or thrived really depended on your outlook as to what or who, in this case God, was in control. Secondly, we discovered that we were more resilient than we might have thought. For those who set aside panic, who set aside undue fear, and naturally a little bit of fear is a part of life, right? The uncertainty, the unknown brings its own measure of fear. But for those who are willing to face this head on, we discovered that we were more resilient than we might have thought. I remember how exciting it was to share about six months in with my clients that at Lord and Richards, we were seeing as many people as ever because we rediscovered the people that we had been talking to for a long time that just in the past, for whatever reason, uh, had not yet committed to sit down and build their financial house and who now saw the importance of that. And also because our clients did an amazing job, if I can brag on them, of telling their friends who, who seem to have advisors that disappeared during the, uh, the shutdown and the, the ensuing economic crisis they they were introduced to us because we didn't disappear. We kept in touch with our clients. We were on the phones. We continued to interact for those that could meet in person. We met in person for those who needed to be meet by Zoom or over the phone. We were there. We never went away. And we discovered we were more resilient than we realized. And that was powerful. First of all, I think if you have an organization that's built upon a fantastic team like what we have at Lord & Richards, with a wonderful staff, a wonderful group of advisors that was committed through this to doing whatever it took to help our clients manage the financial catastrophe that was occurring around us. So that was a powerful realization and one that, of course, gives us confidence now moving forward as the economics turned around and as the world didn't end and we discovered we were more resilient than we have thought. We realized that those markets that were so volatile, those markets that kind of shook the world, um, they still had opportunity. You see, we learned uh, in the past, but we were able to see it applied in the present, that although markets are going to go down, and folks write that down as a principle, markets will go down. You will experience bear markets. It's, It's a cyclical thing. In other words, it's an expected, it's an anticipated thing. And to not prepare for those in advance is really to deny reality. But what we learned was that through good preparation, through proper preparation, those same markets that were so volatile presented opportunity for those who prepared in advance. I used to ask my clients, well, do you think those who prepared in advance in 2008 were able to prosper in spite of the market's loss? And most people say, well, yeah. I mean, if I could almost predict the future, well, then I could be in a position to react to it. Well, guess what? That same thing happened last year when markets plunged and then rebounded. There was tremendous opportunity there and we were able to position our clients to buffer, to reduce the impact of the downside while still giving tremendous opportunity this year in the recovery. So imagine if you didn't lose, you also didn't panic and retreat to cash. But you were able to build on the gains that occurred, some of the most stunning gains in recent market history uh, after the complete slide, the collapse of the S&P 30% last April. So really a remarkable opportunity. And markets will continue to do this, folks. The, the lesson that doesn't seem to, to get through to us is that, number four, volatility is still an issue that most haven't adequately addressed in their portfolios. Volatility is still an issue that most people haven't addressed in their portfolios. Volatility, I think there, there are two responses to it. We can either get proactive, prepare our portfolio in advance, and prepare it so that we can seize the opportunity when it presents itself because just like uh, anything else, you know, uh, when the market goes down, it's eventually going to recover. It might take a long time, but there's opportunity there. Or we can put our head in the sand, ignore it, let the market take a huge swath out of our portfolio while we're not watching or while we walk, look on in fear, or worse still, we can panic, retreat to cash, and never know when to get back in. Those are all different responses depending upon your level of preparation in advance. So before we look at the next few, few um, lessons, I wanna remind you that the team at Lord & Richards is eager to help you. We help folks just like you every single day to achieve as well as maintain what we call financial independence, doing the things that you love with the people that you love for the reasons that you love. And we're always thrilled to connect uh, with those of you who have the opportunity to listen to us here on the radio. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-372-0400, that's 720-372-0400. I'd love to chat with you. Or please check us out at lordandrichards.com. So if you're just joining us, we've been talking about uh, the lessons that we at Lord and Richards and our clients have learned over the last year as a result of the COVID-related crisis and the ensuing financial impact, really calling it the year in review. And I'm Colin Richards. I'm Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor, and I lead a team of fantastic advisors helping folks just like you every single day. So as we look back at the lessons from the past, one of the things that that I can say stands out is that in addition to volatility still being an issue that most people haven't addressed in their portfolios, I'd like to add this. There are other kinds of volatility issues besides market volatility. This is one of the important things is that a lot of time folks will, as a result of their savings for retirement through the working years, contribute faithfully and steadily to their 401k's. However, they fail to realize that there are other components of a solid, comprehensive financial plan. One of those areas where there can be tremendous volatility and uncertainty is in the area of our health. You see there are two areas of uncertainty. First first of all, it's your health itself. You know, what happens if you or someone that you love in your household becomes sick enough that Normal health insurance won't kick in. Now, by the way, we all need to have coverage, right? Business owners, I'm talking to you, a lot of times you skimp on this expense, you kind of gamble with your own health, and the last thing you want to have happen is to succumb to something catastrophic. So at least have catastrophic type insurance. But moving beyond that, what happens if you or your, your spouse or somebody that you love in your household gets so sick that you're now in a situation we call chronic illness or long-term care. That means that you either need to go into a facility where you get skilled nursing, and this can happen at any age. Obviously, we, we primarily associate this with our later years, our elderly years, but it can happen in middle adulthood, right? So there are things that can enter into your life, whether it be strokes or other conditions, that can put you up for a while. And what we know is that We only get coverage for those things for a little while, and then we're on our own. The standard out there is that the government doesn't step in to help until you're impoverished. That help is called Medicaid. And the possibility that this could happen and it not be addressed in your plan puts a huge question mark about whether or not you're fully prepared and whether or not you're going to achieve the financial independence you desire. So having a plan in place, a written plan in place to deal with healthcare costs. So recognize, here's a lesson, there are other kinds of volatility besides market volatility. Okay, Volatility in our life, our homes, and other things. But there are steps we can take in our financial planning to better prepare for those contingencies. Here's another principle that I think really needs to, to come home powerfully to us right now because we're really at a point of critical decision making. There, there has been a wonderful window of opportunity over the last several years since the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act was passed where we have lower rates in terms of taxes that than we've seen in a very long time and that we are likely to ever see again for a long time. The Tax Cuts and jo- Jobs Act is going to expire all on its own in 2025. And so if we don't take advantage of those rates you may find yourself with a great big target on your back. If you're a saver and you've been working hard to set aside money, or maybe you've sold a business, or whatever your circumstances are, the minute you have a big savings account, you have a target on your back, right? The government wants its, quote, fair share, however you feel about that statement. So we've had the best tax rates we're likely to see in a long time. Have you taken advantage of that? You say, well, what do you mean? what I'm referring to is the opportunity to take some of your assets and move them from forever taxed to never again taxed. There are all kinds of ways that you can do this, but in a written tax plan, what you want to do is first identify dollars that are already tax deferred, like your IRAs and 401ks. Think about it. Do you think tax rates are going up in the future? If you do, then is there wisdom to locking in today's rates by getting some of those taxes out of the way now through a process we call a conversion, a Roth conversion. That means you can take some of your IRA and convert it into a tax-free asset. Now, this all depends on your particular situation, and we're primarily talking to those that are nearing retirement age, but you can be doing this all along. In addition, you need to be contributing not so much to tax-deferred vehicles. What you're doing is you're sacrificing the opportunity to be taxed at today's lower rates for you know the dubious possibility that your taxes will be lower in the future. What's the likelihood of that? So we've had the best tax rates we're likely to see in a long time, folks, and we want you to take advantage of that. One of the ways that we do that here at Lord & Richards is we use a specialized software where we literally can take your tax return, upload it, and within a few seconds, have a complete view of your tax situation. And then within that, we can identify opportunities. Do you know that there are Uh, fewer tax deductions that you can take right now because the standard deduction is big. It's larger than it's been in the past. But you can get around that. You can contribute more now, take advantage of these low rates, through other vehicles such as donor advised funds. A donor advised funds allows you to get the tax break now and then distribute the money out later. So if you like to give to your church or missions organizations, you can pile in a bunch of money, get the credit now uh, as far as the tax deductibility, and then you can distribute it later on when they actually need it. What a great tool. And there's so many more opportunities. Are you taking advantage of it? So we've been talking about principles, lessons that we've been learning from the last 12 months. And I and my team at Lord & Richards have been working hard to help our clients seize the day. Yes, folks, the world didn't end. We discovered we were more resilient than we might have thought, and markets, in spite of their volatility, continue to provide opportunity. But you know what? Volatility is still an issue that most people aren't addressing properly in their portfolios. And in addition to market volatility, we need to address other kinds of volatility like healthcare volatility and tax rate volatility. Politicians can't agree. So what are we gonna do about it? Well, the first thing that you ought to do is pick up the phone and give me a call. My name is Colin Richards and I'm Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor. I'm president and founder of Lord & Richards and I would love to talk to you about how you can take control of your financial future. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-372-0400. That's 720-372-0400. I'd love to chat with you. Or please check us out at lordandrichards.com. So continuing on our theme of the lessons that we've learned through the last year, I want to take us to just a couple more. One is that the government has proven itself willing to spend whatever it takes to maintain a semblance of stability. I actually first highlighted this for my clients and those that we were meeting with back in uh, the wake of 2008, 2009. The government was bailing out. That was kind of how it handled things back then. Nowadays, we tend to um, uh, see the government getting money directly into the hands of businesses, directly into the hands of consumers. Back then, it was about propping up failing companies that were considered, quote, too big to fail. Their economic impact would be too great and bring down the system, so to speak. So the government proved in 08, 09, that it was willing to do whatever it takes to maintain a semblance of stability. And we need to mark that down in our minds. It doesn't mean that we should always depend on the government, but what it does tell us is that the government is willing to sacrifice ultimate stability for short-term stability, ultimate or long-term stability for short-term stability. You see, what we've inherited with the multi-trillion dollar infusions of cash is a debt that has gone beyond all imagining. Really nobody could have predicted this, although there have been some, some powerful statements made. Nobody was predicting these kinds of numbers, at least in the public. Okay, So now we're, we're dealing with multi-trillion dollar bailouts to the consumer and American businesses that have tacked on years and years and years to our national deficit and to our national debt. And so as we look at not just the current deficit and the current debt, but what are called unfunded liabilities, we have over $100 trillion already piled up that still has to be paid for, for which there is no current plan to pay. No current. You know what that means? That means expect drastic action in the future. Our government will eventually reach a point where it can no longer borrow at the rate it is borrowing. I'm not prophesying an imminent collapse of our government. What I'm saying is the government is going to realize Because the market will dictate what rate it is willing to pay for the debt, that there is a point at which it can no longer do this. Do I know where that point is? No, I do not. Economists are speculating. But we need to prepare ourselves and we need to create our own little economic bubble. So that when things are not going as we would expect, and I'm not talking about government collapse, what I'm talking about is interest rates, inflation, some of the other things that can really create a problem for you as a consumer, for you as a saver, because savers are punished while the government is keeping artificially low interest rates, but consumers are punished when those interest rates shoot back up, when inflation rears its ugly head. So both sides of the coin, so there's a healthy balance. The mistake I see a lot of people make is they kind of pick one thing and decide that that's gonna be what's gonna happen, and they build a whole strategy around it. What we need to do is be protective on multiple fronts. Think like a business. Your retirement is like a business. And so build a sequence of protections around you that address all of the major areas where we're likely to see weakness as a result of government overspending. Here's another principle, our eighth principle today. Financial planning always wins over emotion. Here it is again. Financial planning always wins over emotion. You know, as I've met with people, they've expressed that regret. You know, we dealt with this financial crisis when it occurred from an emotional standpoint. Now, there are good emotions. You know, I love the financial independence that our clients achieve. I love to see them doing what they love with the people that they love. But what I don't like to see Is emotion cause people to retreat into a hole and miss out on the opportunities? Or complacency causing people to sit back and relax and get devastated by bad planning. So here's the key, we need to have a financial plan, a comprehensive written financial plan to address all the major areas of retirement. Because here's the, the ninth principle, financial independence doesn't come By chance. Financial independence doesn't come by chance. Someone has put it this way. The man standing on top of Everest didn't fall there. (laughs) It was a long, rigorous climb, and it involved diligence, pursuit, strength, emotional determination, and a whole lot of planning, a whole lot of planning to avoid disaster. Well, in many ways, climbing the mountain of financial independence is similar. A great deal of planning a great deal of perseverance, but that's what we're here for at Lord & Richards. We want to come alongside of you, help allay some of those fears and anxieties that can get the best of us, develop an economic plan so that you can maximize your wealth, maximize your financial independence, have the time that you need to do what you want without economic fears. So what does that look like? Well, here's, here's a key component. We develop what's called a financial independence roadmap. It just starts with a visit. We sit down. We visit together. We talk about your situation. Then in our next visit, we bring back a series, a battery of important and critical retirement tests to make sure that you're not exposed in areas that you are concerned about, areas like your taxes, areas like your health care, areas like market risk, or questions I get asked like, will I run out of money before I run out of life, or what happens when we die? right, to everything that we've accumulated. These are vital, critical issues that need to be addressed, and they need to be addressed in writing. They shouldn't just be concepts in your mind or numbers on a spreadsheet. There should be a written plan that states, this is what we're going to do to address this and this and this and this, and it's got to include the bad stuff, right? Because if we get this behind us, we can take a deep breath, and we can begin to truly enjoy what God has put in our hands is a sacred trust. It's a stewardship, right? And we can begin to live that life of financial independence. Now, you might not still be on your journey. It doesn't mean that we're only helping people that are at the point of achieving it. We're there to help you to achieve it. We're not just there to help people who have achieved. We're there to help you achieve it and to keep it. Financial independence. So what do we do? Well, probably the key thing is to have a conversation, to sit down and in the beautiful environment of our offices um, and to talk a little bit about what it is that's most important to you and to get that written down. We actually write that down for you. And then to visit about what the areas are that are concerns for you. You know, Probably our number one question is, hey, how do I make sure that I never run out of money before I run out of life? And let's implement what we've learned over the past year. The world didn't end. That's good news, isn't it? Our times are not in human hands, they're in divine hands. We discovered we were more resilient than we might have thought. We're still here. We're still prospering, many of us, those of us who didn't retreat in fear. Markets continue to provide opportunity. Volatility is still an issue that most people are not fully addressing, so we got to address that, and there are more kinds of volatility than just market volatility, like healthcare and taxes, Here's another thing about taxes. We've had the best tax rates we're likely to see in a long, long time. Have you taken advantage of it? Do you have a written tax plan to make sure you don't pay more in taxes than you should? And here's another lesson. The government has proven itself willing to spend whatever it takes to maintain stability. Have you developed a plan that will help you insulate yourself against bad government decisions? Here's the last two, financial planning, It always wins over emotion, and financial independence doesn't come by chance. I'd love to talk to you. Just pick up the phone, 720-372-0400. That's 720-372-0400. Investment Advisory Service is offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC.